Welcome, 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 everybody, to the Shoots and Ladders podcast. I am your host, Pat, joined by my lovely co-host, Jen. Hello. And we are barreling towards King of the Ring 93. Barreling. If you're here, you know the rules. We are a we are a 30-year wrestling rewatch podcast, so we're going back 30 years, dialing it all the way back. We're in 2023, talking about 1993. This week, we are covering the weekend of May 2nd, 93, and May, what is that, 4th then? May 1st and May 3rd. May 1st and May 3rd. You know, I tried. Oh my God, my voice. I tried. I was close. May 1st, Superstars. May 3rd, Monday Night Raw. We are going to dive as deep as humanly possible in actually two real, you know, we actually had four real competitors wrestling, so that was pretty fun. Uh, we're gonna dive into these matches. We'll talk about we'll talk about them. We'll talk about as we always do, who we thought won the week, lost the week, favorite costumes, and decide whether or not we're learning anything more about the uh, the mind and brain of Vincent Kennedy McMahon, and whether or not Brett screwed Brett. Jenny, I mean, right? If that's your goal to try to learn more about the mind well, of Vince McMahon, I, just I don't know, know if, if did Brett screw Brett. I don't know. Let's get into it. Shoots and Letters podcast. Jen, as always, give me a rundown of what the hell we saw this episode. Okay. Um, excuse my voice, everybody. <coughs> it's it's decided to leave me. Okay. So, May 1st, 1993, Superstars. Filmed April 6th <laughs> at the Tucson Civic Center. So, we're still here. Um the first thing on, anyone will notice is Macho Man's outfit. Always. It literally nothing matches. It's probably the best version of that he's had so far. I would say this his outfit, spoiler alert, it wins the outfit of me already. It, it it's it's literally like a blind person. It's not even making fun of a blind person, it's like a blind person picked this out of his closet. And and you're not making fun of blind people by saying that. No, because just, just none of it at <laughs> all matches whatsoever. Like, it just doesn't. It, you're like, I don't, there's only one human being on the planet that could wear that. True. Um, okay, so the first match, you got a head shrinkers squash match. Um, then we get an event center with me and Gene where we talk about WrestleMania brunches. Um, and then there's the Steiner Brothers. <sighs> There's this Diner Brothers um, promo, and I, because we did watch this like a week ago. I don't remember what it was, but my notes just say what. Um, then there's a Sean promo where he keeps calling um, Oscar the Grouch Grover. He keeps calling Mr. Mm-hmm. Perfect Grover because he threw him in the garbage, but really he means Oscar the Grouch. Uh, we get a smoking guns vignette let's go they're, they're coming they're on their way with their mustaches and wrestling cowboys and... let's go billy yeah um virgil versus the white shadow uh so we see virgil actually win a match we haven't seen that in a while then we get your favorite thing the king of the ring report let's tease it listen pat get ripped don't get ripped off i go pro <laughs> <laughs> I can't. So we get teased that we're going to see Hulk Hogan. Who knew he was still around? Oh, yeah. He's the champ. We're going to see Hulk Hogan versus Yokozuna. A rematch of the century. Um, Bret Hart says he's going to take his fans with him all the way to the top. And uh, we get a, a Hulk Hogan interview on the beach while he's filming Thunder in Paradise. And it's 
everything you think it could possibly be. I'm going to stop you here because we're not going to come do. back to this, but I need to okay. stop you here for a second. I'm going too far. Am I going too deep on this? Re- you're, n- you're not. Because okay. I think what's important is when, as a child of the 90s, I remember Thunder in Paradise and it was on, I want to say like TNT. Like I feel like, and I know that it, that doesn't make sense because it should have been on USA, but I feel like it was on TNT. Right now, TNT also had WCW, I think. It did. Yeah, yeah. Turner, what am I doing? My brain is just like, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking of the other podcast and like, I'm I'm actually thinking of things that they're really like, no. So I got, but I feel like the reruns were on TNT, which I don't know if that, I mean, it probably had something to do with him going to WCW, but it is just so funny that you had no idea it was a TV show. I'm like, no, it was a TV show. It wasn't just, so they're filming the pilot right now, I think, which was a movie, but then it does become a TV show and it is just fucking ridiculous and i always every time you forget i'm like oh you forgot look here let me let me show you the intro video it's so good it's just like you know baywatch works right because there's like uh david hasselhoff and then like they're on a beach so just put like hulk hogan but no baywatch works because of all the ladies and the lifeguards and the whole thing not because of anything other than that right but here's Hulk Hogan, who's just like, well, people love Hulk Hogan, so they'll just watch him in a speedboat taking down people. Like, is that it's what so it was terrible. about? I didn't even. Yes. I thought it was a movie until you told me it was a series. I really had no idea well, what it was. As I keep telling you, it was a movie though. So you're you're thinking I thought it was a movie. It was a movie. They made a TV movie, and then they made a pilot. Like like that was the pilot, and that, then they made a TV show from that. They were like, we're gonna take this and make a movie. And I'm 95% certain, like, the whole point was they were, like, kind of, like, Magnum P.I. type, like, people for hire, like, on the beach to, like, solve your problem. Like, mercenaries for hire type, like, A-team type dudes. But it was, like, fucking Hulk Hogan. Like, it was not exactly designed to make anyone feel good. Um, You're looking at me crazy. No, I'm trying to see what it aired on. It won't... It said... <clears throat> it was a direct-to-video first run syndicated... It was just already syndicated. I don't understand what that means. But yeah, you're right. It did run on TNT after after they filmed it. Yeah. Yeah. I guess like in syndication, it it was on TNT. Right. Yeah. So because I was like, I really remember it being on like after school, like four o'clock on like TNT. And I'm like, Thunder Bad. So it was just like beyond. Like I remember just. Wasn't Saved by the Bell on at four o'clock? Why would you? I think they were. They were, but then sometimes they weren't. 90s were wild. Plus it was like (laughs) summer. And and, you know, listen, some that. We, we have a whole other thing where we talk about all that. But the 90s were wild because, again, you didn't have Netflix and lots of choices. You had the, I would say Safe for me, and again, this is for a different podcast, but Safe for me was about six channels. <coughs> when I was growing up, there was about six channels where I'd be like, there's something that I might want to watch. TNT was usually one of them. would be like TNT, USA, you know, ESPN. <laughs> you know, then the basic channels, right? And that's where Say by the Bell was on Channel 11. Right? Yeah. It was part of that whole, you know situation but yeah i think i was more like mtv vh1 mtv yeah 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 sure mtv but i'm just saying there's like literally like six so you're just you're doing the channel surfing and you're seeing the programming they had so all of a sudden you know i might have caught a stray thunder and paradise episode or not it was trash all right continue continuing um doink versus mr perfect a king of the ring qualifying match um during <coughs> during this match, Doink shows up in 
a little like talking box that Crush is supposed to be in, and like, how is Doink in the box if he's in the ring? How could we have that? Multiple at this doinks. End? Unbelievable, multiple doinks. Um, this is ends in a double count out, or like not a count out, like the time. It was only a 30 minute match and it went past time. So neither one is qualified to get into King of the Ring, but that doesn't mean that they're not going to have another match. So we'll, we shall see. Um, then you get an update with Gorilla Monsoon about the Bam Bam Tatanka business. Um, and I mean, Tatanka is very upset. Bam Bam, quote unquote, scalped him. Um, and then you get a Typhoon match, uh, King of the Ring commercial, Lex Luger versus. A dude whose name I didn't write down. Terry Zeller. There you go, Terry Zeller. How could I forget? Um, then you get one of those Harvey Whippleman and Giant Gonzalez promos, lest you forget about them. Lest anyone forget. You know, where Giant Gonzalez is like right by the camera and Harvey Whippleman is like 10 feet away looking like he's minuscule. Um, and a Hacksaw Jim Duggan promo. He's coming at Shawn Michaels. He's coming for him. He wants that intercontinental belt. And next week, we will get El Matador versus Razor Ramon for a qualifying King of the Ring match, I think. I think there's a King of the Ring qualifier. And that wraps up our superstars. Now, scale yeah. of 1 to 10. Mm. How is the superstars for you? Um, well... We get see I get a good Mr. Perfect match. So I mean, that was fun. The, I get, the King of the Ring qualifying match was fun. I get a Bret Hart promo. I get a Shawn Michaels promo. I get a Guns vignette. I mean, there's nothing to write home about. Macho Man is dressed. He's completely unhinged with his outfit. So we got to give him a little bit of that. Uh, oh, I forgot. I forgot to mention it starts with an interview with Undertaker and Paul Bearer. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, we're still doing the Giant Gonzalez thing with them. Well, because we're still filming. We're still showing you shit yeah. that was filmed a month ago. Um. Uh, out of ten, a three and a half. Ooh, I, I was gonna make this is a solid six point two superstars. Okay, I was gonna say five, but then I I don't know. You know the thing is I'm not. I got a head cold, right? So everything's a little bit worse so what, than what, it should what, be. We're, this is gonna be a shorter <laughs> episode. That's why I'm trying to kind of okay. I'll, okay, because, I'll give it a five. I'll yeah, give it a five. Because here's April. You know, like you said, this was filmed in early April, so we're still dealing with some of our older storylines and pushing some of our newer storylines. My favorite part is that Doink and Mr. Perfect may still be eligible for the King of the Ring, even though they had a King of the Ring qualifying match that ended for time, which was my favorite gimmick with the King of the Ring, where they'd be like, you only have a certain amount of time to beat them in the first round, and the second round is longer. They're, like, this is so fucking stupid. It's so silly. But I do like how they did it here, where they're they're immediately setting up that tension and that drama. Where they're like, well, you know, I mean, hey, they could lose. And this is still Bad Guy Doink, which I think we could all kind of agree is the better version of Doink. But as a kid, I remember Doink with Dink, and I remember, like, Good Guy Doink. Same. Uh, having said that, I, I think the idea that the perfect plex gets landed, and he's ready to ready to pin him. He's pinned him. He's in the finisher. No, nah, we ran out of time. I'm like, okay. All right. It's fair. I feel like once you're in the finisher, it should count. You know what I mean? It's like wrestling. It should, they play fast and loose. It's like if you're playing basketball and you throw the ball towards the hoop and time is up. If it's in the air and then it goes in, it still counts, right? Uh, is that true? Or as, long as, it's, as long as it's out of your, off yes. your fingertips. In yes. the air, like a beep, beep, uh-huh. time up. No, it's, th- that's what it should be with wrestling too. But we do play very fast and extremely loose I mean, with this, any rules. This will come want. into play again at a WrestleMania near you in an Iron Man match. Well, listen, I mean, I feel like maybe we should have established the rules of said Iron Man oh, match so now, before so we just, now, now before you're we just throw around bullshit. Because it's people you like, you just toss around. You know, it's because it's heels you like, mm-hmm. you just toss shit around. Having said that, this <laughs> this had the, the flavor of, you know... This what, happens in a few, at least one King of the Ring 
I think it happens next year. Because I want to say it happens with Lex Luger, but I think it happens next year. Maybe. I know. Or it could be. If Lex Luger and Tatanka are, like, paired up with each other, which is possible, like, I feel like that. I feel like that's who it is. Like, two people wrestle for, like, 15 minutes. Yeah, because they're both undefeated. So no one's about to get... That's no. probably... It's probably that because they're yeah, both undefeated. I think it happens to Shawn Michaels, too. At so, a gathering. So this Superstars, again, does uh, what they all do. It is a clip show. It is a Saturday morning kids show in a way that they also do push some storylines and kind of remind you of what's going on. It's clear at, at this point, I would say, about three months into the run that Raw is a different type of programming. If you are a fan... You really only need to turn tune in, and this is what happened with me too, because I I first started watching all the Raws. Like you, you just watch Raw. Like you just whatever on Superstars, they'll show you for two seconds. You know, it's kind of like when then they randomly show you something that happened on quote unquote Wrestling Challenge on a Saturday morning, where they're like, "Oh look, here's a match." Oh, I forgot to see if we could get that because we got like qualifying matches on that. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I think they show it to you on Superstars is the thing. That's where, it wasn't the Doink match on a wrestling show? No. No, I think it's like Lex Luger and, um, somebody. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, to kind of wrap up this, this, this Superstars portion of the segment again, it's just like, it's just a harder watch because the Raw is significantly different. You know, and we're going to jump into that in a second. But, like, Hacksaw, Jim Duggan, like, it's someone you know against Shawn Michaels. And then there's things that are happening that happen after the match. And then it continues throughout the match. And it's not in a way, you know, throughout the show, which is which really gives it that, even though it's pre-taped, it gives it, like, that live kind of feeling where it doesn't give you that, like, this is just, just chopped up shit, right? There's no flow to this. It's just little vignettes that are put together, little matches that are put together where we're talking over and hyping things and doing what we got to do. Uh, and I think, I think it's pretty cool to see the two things because you really do see the evolution. I'm going to give it a 6.5 with you. Okay. That's fair. <laughs> and what I'm going to do is I'm going to take my best dress from, for my man match. Mm-hmm. I'm going to roll it right in. Okay. I do not think that this perfect, um, doink match is the best match of the week. So I'm just going to leave the rest of it there. I'm going to leave the rest of it there. There is a loser of the week, but they are not from here. So I will let you now give me the raw rundown. Raw rundown. Uh, we start with Shawn Michaels versus Jim Duggan. We don't even see our friends, our our hosts. This they just start. They just start with this match. Um, how long was this? Was a long match. It was like fifteen minutes. Yeah, it felt longer. Um, it was okay. I mean, it, it it's a to me it's a weird feud. But anyway, um, so yeah, Shawn Michaels, Jim Duggan. Um, there's a very very long usa chant in the beginning that just keeps happening like every time they're about to start it's like usa and it's funny to me when that happens when the opponent of whoever the super patriot is is also american <laughs> like i don't I really quite understand like why well because i think that's just his thing it I think is that's no just, it like, is but it ha- you know, it happens. I'm sure it's gonna happen with Lex Luger too when he turns into, uh, you know, the all American boy. But yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. And like I said, I always think that's funny. I feel like sometimes, don't you think sometimes Canadians even get a USA chant? Like, hundred percent. It it's just wild. Anyway, if if there's any if there's any two sets of people that like Americans have no like as a as an american crowd we as americans have no regard for a like face of any kind 
right? So I'm talking like actor, actress, singer, songwriter, director, anyone that's a good guy, you know, wrestling included. We just take you if you're Canadian. We don't even think about it. We're just like, oh yeah, no, like, USA. You're part of Canadian. our continent. Uh, yeah, we're all together. we're all on the same continent together. Now, if you're from Mexico, yeah. no, then people get crazy. <laughs> it's like I don't understand. Oh, because Canadian, because they're like paler versus they're like us. They're like Midwestern. It's so it's like that's not how that works at all. They're a different country, different culture, different values, different everything, different accents. Some of them speak fucking French. What are you doing? They but America don't, doesn't care. They don't want us to absorb them. No. They're and like, I don't we do them. not want your bitch assness. And America's like, we don't care, USA. And it's like, bro, they're not Canadian. Like, we don't care. They, there's nothing else. Because, like, an English person, the minute they open their mouth, there's no question. Oh, they're not ours. There's just never a Canadian where you're like, oh, okay. Like, it's so strange. It's, it's just like strange say, American They thing. say a couple where, like, they say about and, and sorry and, differently. So we're like, aw. And, and, espe- <laughs> and especially us, like, being from the Northeast, it's like... On this continent, especially when you're in the Northeast, you know, that disconnect is like, if you just go and you drive north, like you end up in, in Canada, right? Like you end up there, but then, like, there's no other place to go. So it's just, you're kind of like, oh, we I all do like, think, though, the, the same. There's a know? similar thing with um, the Southwest and Mexico. You know what I mean? I do. But 100%. It's just, yeah. But just culturally, we don't acknowledge that, you know, because you think about it and you're like, if someone's from the South, like the actual South, they're like, well, you Northerners. But yeah, but we're literally all Americans. Mm-hmm. you know, but then they just think of us as kind of like different people. And then you look at people, you know, and you're like, Hey, you know, Hey, we, I could see some, some of the differences there's a lot of shorter, you know, more immigrants in the Northeast. Right. That's just kind of what it is. I'm gonna have to cut all of this. I feel very, very yeah. uncomfortable about all it's of fine. this. I love Canada. I love Canada. I'm just saying. It's just, it's just the idea. About all this conversation. Well, you're talking about USA chant, and I'm I here am. for it. And, and I'm gonna I, continue to talk about it. And I'm gonna stand by the fact that every wrestling crowd, unless we're legitimately a Canadian crowd, and until Bret Hart becomes a heel, we're just all gonna we're just gonna absorb you. Um. So. While this match is taking forever to get started because of the USA chance, Bobby Heenan brings up a point. And this point is, why is Lex Luger's medically necessary steel plate such a problem when Jim Duncan can just walk around with a 2 by 4 um, And I have to say, it's a pretty good point. But... <laughs> it's not a good point. Don't... Heenan gets no points. The logic of that is so stupid. Because it's like, hey, why do I have, like, you know... A laser that could shoot out of my eyes, but it's all right. That guy walks around with a gun. Like, no, it's not the if same thing. If you broke thing. your arm and you need to sit, listen, I'm not a Lex Luger fan. You can remove but the two make... by four and not have it be a thing that interferes in the match. You cannot remove the man's titanium rods. But they don't remove the two by four. That's his point. They just let him walk around with I've his piece of wood. I've never seen him hit someone with a piece of wood, though. I haven't either. It doesn't mean he hasn't, though. I guess we should look into that. Um, I don't think he has. I wonder, was he ever a heel? I don't know. I, I, you know, I was going to do a Jim Duggan deep dive, but I'm going to leave it for next week. Because yeah. I was, I wanted to see we if he ever won Intercontinental, like how far he had gone. No. Well, apparently this is only his second ever title match. He wrestled the Honky Tonk Man, like in the 80s for the IC. Oh, okay. There you go. Because um, I was going to do that. And did not win. So, uh, yeah. So Sean runs out of the ring. Multiple times. Pretty, yeah. Pretty soon into the match. Like he's just like, fuck this. Like, this guy's really hype. He's screaming USA. He's throwing me around. I'm out of here. Um, and Jim, Dug- Jim Duggan goes and gets him and throws him over his shoulder like he is a small child and throws him back in the ring. Um, and then he gets counted out and Jim Duggan like 
clotheslines him over the barrier into the crowd, and he lands right on top of our friends. Our, from the promposal last week. Yeah, it's from the promposal. Paul, is that his name? Paul. I, I don't oh, know. Oh, shit. What were their names? Promposal Paul. Paul and Louise. Mm-hmm. Don't ever say, I don't remember anything. I think that that was their name. So, yeah, he falls right on Paul and Louise, and, uh... Then Jim Duggan is so pissed off that he gets counted out, and even though he wins, he doesn't get the title, that he camps out in the middle of the ring with his two-by-four and a chair, and he says he's not leaving until Jack Tunney makes this right, or somebody makes it right, and he gets another title shot. 100%. A true title shot. So he's in there, he's screaming USA, left, right, center. King of the Ring report happens. Uh, We get a Doink versus Kamikaze Kid match. The Kamikaze Kid is the one, two, three kid. This is the first time we see him. Um, we get a Bob Backlund match. Mm-hmm. And then we get another Jim Duggan sighting where he comes back out and talks to Vince in the ring. And Jack Tunney is now going to... He's he going to grant sanct- the request. Yeah, he's sanctioning a Lumberjack match for next week. First <clears> ever on Raw. First ever on Raw. I mean, Raw's been around for like three months, four months. But yeah, the first ever on Raw. True. Head Shrinkers with Captain Lou Albano. Captain Louis Albano. Mm-hmm. Call him by his name. So he comes out and he chats with the um, the peoples. So let me ask you this. How yeah. do you feel, as something that aged, how do you feel about Captain Louis Albano spitting on the mic what appears to be gibberish? I mean, I'm listening to Macho Man. I'm kind of used to the gibberish. No, but when he's like speaking in tongues, like how do you feel? Oh, I mean, it's not, it's not good. Right, I don't think it's great. I don't think it's great. Okay, I just wanted to. Uh, I will say there is a a chant during <laughs> the Shawn Michaels Jim Duggan match that is like the Shawn is gay chant, only instead of gay, it's like a bad word, right? Um, and I think that's also pretty bad. So there's a lot of things that happen here in the 90s. It's, we could we could we could debate that. Great. We could debate that that part of it endlessly because I feel like that it was just an unfortunate um that was a growing pain. That was a cultural thing. I don't really think you could say much more than that. But everybody It's always speaking that. in tongues, right? I mean, you could you could yeah. make the same you could make the same thing that like it's fine to make fun of people that were from a different place. It was fun to make to make gay slurs at people that you know it's all shitty right now well, when you well, watch it fair. it's all it's all That's shocking fair. right it's like oh yeah, shit it's like, like oh, wow this was this was family programming we didn't burn right? this we didn't burn this from the the record we didn't we didn't scrub any of this <laughs> we just were like nah here it is it's all good it's funny because you asked me that and i you asked me like oh my gosh my, you asked me that and i'm like i don't even remember him doing that because sometimes when we watch this stuff i just I go back to that place and I'm just used to like absolute like insanity. In, like the, Mayhem. You don't even, yeah. it doesn't even register like, ah, it's No, a little, it wasn't a great. Rough. I mean, the head shrinkers in general, like this, whatever. Um, So <laughs> that happens. And then we end with Bobby Heenan interviewing Shawn Michaels fresh out of the shower. About, oh, wait, wait, wait. Kamala's a man who defeated Rich Myers. Oh, I didn't even have that in my notes. Actually, my notes ended <laughs> with Lou Albano. <laughs> so. That's where my notes ended. I forgot about the Bobby Heenan interview until you sent me a screenshot from it before. Um, <laughs> Kamala is a man, and he someday will learn how to pin someone the right way. You think like that, that's what I'm saying. All of this stuff just gets lost because it's like, oh, it's not really great. Yeah, you think he'd retain that? 
by now. There, there's think? there's two things. You, think? you know, well, well, end on the Bobby interview, and then uh, and then then we'll then we'll talk about my two takeaways. Oh, I thought you were saying will end on the Bobby interview, and I was waiting for you to talk about it because you just watched it. Uh, yeah, no, Bobby Heenan is talking to Shawn Michaels, who just got out of the shower clearly, and um. Yeah, they were just talking about next week. They're not happy. Neither one of them seems to be happy about the Lumberjack match. Seems to be horse pooey. And the other thing is, is that they're making it seem... They've they made a few little snide comments, Vince and Macho, about how Sean is being forced to participate in these title matches like he doesn't want to. And I'll just remind you, I don't even know who the champion is anymore. Haven't even seen the guy, okay? I, I did. He's on the set of Thunder in Paradise. Exactly. So, um, yeah. Well, let's 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 back up one second. Okay. You forgot one match. Did you say that Doink and the Kamikaze Kid had a match? Yes. Did I mention that he's first really... appearance? Yes, man? I did mention it was his first appearance. Okay. <laughs> I like how you just space. <laughs> <coughs> well, you ran right through it. I thought you were gonna <clears throat> spotlight on more, but well, because I thought it was just doing a run through, but I mean, my run through got a little bit long. So we got a double double doink this week. We got him on Superstars mm-hmm. and we got him on Raw. Doink on doink. We got and a, double and double shrinkers. A first sighting of the Kamikaze Kid, which you can tell it was kind of it's it's funny knowing the trajectory of it all. You can kind of see the like his costume seemed a little bit better than some of the other jobbers. It just seemed <laughs> everything just seemed a little bit crisper, and you're like, hmm. And that is his feud with Razor Ramon is one of my favorite. It's so good. It's gonna happen. I think it starts. It starts in two weeks, I believe. But and, and even even him coming in now is kind of perfect because I think to myself between him between Doink, no, then you got Sean, obviously Mister Perfect. It's a different level of wrestling, you know. Perfect, he's a little bit from the past, but he can still kind of keep up. Whereas you have Hacksaw Jim Duggan and you have Kamala, and those are the two that I want to spotlight because they are just so. Like, when I was watching Hacksaw Jim Duggan, his wrestling is a level of, like, entertainment and awe with the crowd that is there. Mm-hmm. Because he is so much physically bigger than Shawn Michaels that the moves that he's doing don't matter as much that he's doing them to the audience there. Right. When you're watching at home, I'm like, he's, he's not doing anything. He's not. He literally does. He's like literally lifting. He did, I, I saw like one walking body. Slam. I wonder if he's I like her. out of the ring. I don't know. Or if because this is just his jam. But I like, I feel it, like he really doesn't. I think it's just part of his jam at, do this, any at, at this point in his career because I don't <laughs> think that he has to because he's so big. I think it's similar to like Lex Luger. When you watch Lex Luger wrestle, he's not doing as many moves as let's say a Bret Hart or a Shawn Michaels because he doesn't have to. He's so physically imposing. But he's like obviously a gym rat. I mean, Jim Duggan, and I don't mean this in a mean way, like he just looks like he like likes to drink 12 packs you know what i mean like he looks like not, he likes to drink 12 he's packs. a big fucking guy but it's not like he's in the i mean they definitely is strong looking but he likes to drink 12 packs but his hand you know he's his he's hand big, he's, he's, he's a big dude you're like that's a big guy that's again that that goes back to that like you know it's, it's saying they had bob backland which is all it's all perfect that those three are kind of together because you know the kamala gimmick is all about getting the kids to scream like you're pinning them the wrong way, right? Like that's the whole gimmick. You're like, oh, look at this, like it is yeah, all that like casual yeah. racism, and it's like engage the crowd, and then you have somebody like Bob Backlund, who we've talked about, 
who's just like the wrestler 101 from the 70s and 80s. He's, you know, Vince mentions he's an NCAA, you know, D2 wrestler, right? So you know that he has a wrestling, I'm using air quotes, like wrestling, like real mat wrestling pedigree. So when he does that weird fucking bridge suplex, you're like, oh, okay, that's like a real thing, right? That people would do. Cause you just, even when he adapts the crossface chicken wing, when he goes heel, like it's all things that you're like, that's stuff from wrestling. So you, you get it. And like, you can understand like, okay, he's a wrestler. And you see someone like Hacksaw that, you know, was a football player. You're like, that dude is fucking huge. No, he's and sometimes you just, you could see the dichotomy between a big guy. Cause I think about now, I think about some of the big guys they have now. And I'm like, the big guys can also do things. It's not, they're not just big that can't also wrestle. I mean, that's what makes the undertaker timeless because he can do things and he's big. Yeah. You know, cause Hacksaw is big. Big fucking dude. He's I just googled. He's six three. I just googled. I but he's he big. Like, he's no, big he is dude. big. Got like, like big huge broad hands. Shoulders, like, big dude. Got big head. Yeah. Which big is fine. There's a little big guy. brain in there. I'm not making six fun three, of him. Six three, big dude, and he towers over Sean. And I think he just does big guy things. Yeah. You know, he does the running clothesline, and that that's his finishing move. I know. Like that just doesn't ha- hang with what we got now. You know, it's just not gonna work. Such a nineties thing. But then you take the the dichotomy. You got the one two three kid. And you're like, this kid can do some moves, and you know he he. Always gave me, like, a Daniel LaRusso vibe from, uh, you know, Karate Kid, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. Which I think is part of what they were trying to, you know, accomplish with him. You're like, oh, he's the underdog. He's gonna, you know, whatever. I don't remember. I think he's, like, 19 when he shows up. He's just, like, a little dude. It's pretty... I love the 1, 2, 3 Kid. Yeah. I, I, I remember I, the video I, game, Royal Rumble, I played as 1, 2, 3 Kid. Love, love the 1, 2, 3. He's, he's my favorite when I was a kid. And then eventually, unfortunately, his life goes in a different direction as he gets to, you know, be the X-Pac level and, uh... <laughs> You know, as you get into the early 2000s, it's kind of like, okay, you know, like, uh, we moved past that gimmick, right? The Xbox gimmick. So. You're sitting here talking shit about Xbox. I lo- I, Sean Waltman is awesome. I have no beef with him as a person. I, I don't know. I mean. No, I mean, you know, <laughs> I, I feel like there is a difference between people's on-screen characters and what that translated to a young audience or an yeah, older audience. Yeah. Also, the 90s versus... were, like, especially the late 90s, were a weird time. It was a vibe. weird time to be um, a young person. A weird time to be going on tour and um, oh, being shit. gone 300-something days a year and doing tons of drugs, right? You end up finding yourself in weird situations. Although, I think in 95, they find themselves in weird situations where they're doing a diaper match. I feel like that was... There's definitely that was a breaking point an incoming for me. diaper match. I mean, I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah, it's pretty rough. So, what'd you take from this raw? What'd um, you take from the matches? I was excited to see the Kamikaze Kid. I didn't expect it. I was like, "Oh shit, this is happening!" Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't expect to see him yet. So that was cool. Um, you know, I think the Sean Jim Duggan feud is. It's weird, but it's fun. I mean, it's fun to know that there's going to be a lumberjack. I, I like that it lasts more than just, like, one day. Like, oh, that was going to be a lumberjack match, and that's fun because everybody's out there and anything can happen, right? So, like, that's a fun thing. So, let me ask you this, though. You say you think it's weird. What about it is weird? You have a heel and a face. Like, you can't really put Bret Hart, who just well, lost okay. the title. You can't take Bret Hart, who just lost the title. Dump him down. No, the, the thing IC is, we're title. just we're, we're just trying to find a way to bring Jim Duggan back in. I think it's just more that you're... Give him a title match and... I think it's just more, you know, I mean, potentially from the other side, it could be wrong, but I think it's just also like, you are trying to play to a house crowd with these Raws, 
and everybody knows who Jim Duggan is. So yeah, yeah, but he's but also been also, gone since you know he got squished. So now he's back, and this like you said, it does make the crowd excited. But also, like you're building to your next pay per view, and your next pay per view has nothing to do with any of these people, really. Yeah, because it's going to be that King of the Ring tournament, and that's where you're going. And who from this, you know, maybe Doink's going to get in. Like who from this was even involved in that? Nobody. Um, I don't remember. Yeah, maybe Doink. I, I don't really remember. I don't think Jim Duggan's in it. I don't. I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think we put Champs in there, so I don't think Sean's in there. No, because he's gonna have his own. He's probably, he's, if I had to guess, Sean's gonna have his own match. I think he does. Yeah. And I, and I mean, he's getting close to having a match. I, I don't think it's perfect. I think that's SummerSlam. I think it might be Crush. Could be Crush. Something, something that doesn't even like, because he's got this feud, and then he's got his feud with Perfect, and then. The feud with Perfect gets interrupted because I think Marty Jannetty comes back. So there's a lot going on. But right now, um, it was fun. I mean, I like that there's a new pay-per-view to look forward to. Yeah. Um, So all that kind of stuff, to me, is entertaining. The whole, like, I'm going to camp out in this ring till I get my rematch and, like, Jack Tony's getting involved. Like, it's entertaining. I don't think there were any matches that were, like, off the wall the best matches I've ever seen this week. But that's okay. Like, I'd rather have some fun storylines than a great one match, you know? So I mean, to me, it's 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 a no-brainer for the winner. It, it is Hacksaw versus Shawn Michaels because it is people you know. And it is some entertainment. And Shawn sells. doesn't matter what he does. He always mm-hmm. sells. So he makes Hacksaw even bigger than he appears to be just just by his actions. And he does the classic heal like i'm just gonna leave bullshit it's so funny so it, it, it i totally forgot that that happens it yeah. gives so much like because it's such a specific thing that it stops like in the attitude era like they don't do that anymore because every match is a we don't give a fuck match right so like it's so specific of this time and earlier that the heel that was just gonna leave the it's, champ is just gonna walk it's out it's very specific to um the confines because again these are shows that it appears that you know, you could see the difference between a superstars and a Raw. Like, they're basically showing you on Raw what you would see at a house show, right? Like, if you went to a show, this was the show. You get the energy. And that's what you, and... you know, superstars, they're clipping things to sell you on the next thing. But specifically, this is like, this is a house show. Here's an hour of a house show that we're putting, you know, together. Once they merge that and they go, we're going to give you this five, you know, we're going to be this eight minute match. But then also we're going to give you as if you were there, then that's what like the later parts of Raw become, where it just kind of conti- just continues. We're going to keep that promotion, those in ring, those promos that you get in Superstars, because you have more of that, more time for that. And those like cut in promos that they're doing, yeah, where they're like having silly. people in boxes and shit. Like, <laughs> you know, we're going to have all that just be in the ring. And then you just get that great product that is mm-hmm. Raw, that, that is it's SmackDown, so much better. that evolution. <laughs> but you can see where it's all kind of starting right now. I think this, too, was filmed the week before. I think this was, like... April the 26th. Yeah. I looked. Was, and then the next one is actually filmed May 10th. So it's actually... So it's basically he has that match, bitches and moans, sits in the middle of the ring, <sighs> and then he's going to get the rematch for real, like, the final week, which... That's cool. My favorite of the gimmick bullshit matches that you could have at a house show is definitely a lumberjack match because it makes <laughs> no fucking sense it's so whatsoever. Good. But, you know, to, go, to, to just to put a bow on that last point... When we're talking about what happens in the Attitude Era, the other part that happens is just, like, it's about entertaining you at home and you there at the at the event. 
and it's about making you as the it, it's almost like when you when by the time we get to the attitude era it's almost like you are if you're there you are part of the event because they don't care like the disqualification is only there strictly for show right they're only doing it in order to be like oh my god this guy just hit him with a chair, but then he's going to keep beating him with it. Like, it's never like, like it is now. Like, he's bleeding so much all over the mat that we can't even continue this match. Right. Like, it's <laughs> like, never now where they're like, it's part of the actual, like, well, these are rules. Like, there's just not rules. They're like, I know. there's nine minutes left. Like, if these guys end up in the third row beating the shit out of each other, it doesn't matter. There's nine minutes left. We'll end up back in the middle of the ring, or we'll just sign off as the fucking guys walking back. They just don't care. Yeah. And it's just such a different vibe. But you got to start somewhere. And you started here, and you started with Hacksaw, calling everybody out, and demanding his opportunity. Macho Man had his back. He wanted to make sure everybody knew that if Hacksaw wins, he's jumping in the ring, and he's going to give him a big old hug, because that's his boy. Yeah, he did let you know that. And, uh, that's what we got. Anything else you want to add to this episode? Um, no, except I um, love Bobby Heenan. I know. What did I tell you? What what did I text you that I said this afternoon before we recorded? What did I say this episode? Oh, you texted me a picture of Bobby Heenan interviewing Shawn Michaels in a towel with a unibrow. I said Bobby Heenan's last words to you. And I said specifically that this episode needs... I demand that this episode be called... Stay home, Duggan. Stay home, Duggan. Because I'm going to leave my thoughts here with the most important thing that ever happened. When two men are talking with a microphone and then they just pantomime talk as if the microphone wouldn't pick up what they're saying, but then they clearly say something. That's what happened. Like, he's like, explain to me how... Bobby goes, explain to me how you're going to beat up Hacksaw. And then Shawn Michaels just does that thing where he's like pantomiming like, like, oh, like, I'm going to, like, beat him up, like, this way. But, like, and he's half talking. But you can't hear anything. And all of a sudden you hear, as if Bobby got that entire information dump. Stay home, Duggan. <laughs> and it just ends. And I'm like, oh, my God, so good. So good. Bobby the Brain Heenan out here listening to the, to the tips tips from Shawn Michaels about what he's going to do. I don't know, Shawn. You got your ass kicked before. What are you going to do now? I'm excited. I'm ready. I'll go through the superstars to see what happens during the Slumberjack March. But, you know what's funny, too, is Bobby Heenan is, like, I don't look at him like a little dude, right? And Shawn Michaels usually looks like a pretty little dude in the ring. But standing next to Shawn Michaels, Bobby Heenan looked really little. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, Shawn looks like a big dude, like, next to, like, a now, normal size. Like, it's funny. I'm going to ask you a serious question. Okay, I have a serious answer. I, I, even though you said I was not a serious person after succession a few days ago, I, I still, a few weeks I, ago, I stand you, by that. you do stand by me I, not being a serious and I, I person. I keep pointing out to you over and over again <laughs> why you're not serious, and then you keep kind of half smiling going, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, I never said you were wrong. Real I talk, I just didn't though. say I appreciate it. Real talk. It. Yeah. Shawn Michaels is there, shirtless, mm-hmm. right? In a towel. Chomping his gum. That's what he does. Pierce, his hair is wet. Mm-hmm. Now, what we know about wrestling is that they are always wet. I don't know why. They just always walk through water. <laughs> he is significantly taller than Robert Heenan in this. But is he really? Is the towel real? Like, is he wearing cowboy boots? 
Like that's the question. Do oh, you are think... you saying is he wearing the towel over jeans and cowboy boots, or is he wearing that's the, the towel with nothing? Underneath? So the serious question is: Is he taller than Bobby, or is he like is he also is he actually wearing shoes in this? So shot? if he's wearing cowboy boots, it doesn't actually matter because I'm assuming Bobby Heenan's also wearing shoes. So it's not like that's Sean, what I'm saying. But Sean's so not wearing five inch heels. He's not a woman. Like he's not wearing high heels. Like if but, he's wearing anything, it's like a, a an inch, right? Like, but is he wearing his shower sandals, or is he wearing shoes? Like is he wearing his wrestling boots? They may give him a look little bit of lift i have no idea it's a serious question i'm asking <laughs> no. you do you think that the towel was for show i think it was i think i think he's wearing shoes i think he did just shower because he does have the wet hair and he did wrestle okay but i also think it's not possible that they could have filmed this before just asking just asking, asking for, a for a friend no i think it's all for show okay all right because i think he's wearing shoes that's all i got so <laughs> having said that let's do our little check-in we got nothing more from Vince McMahon about being... Actually, no, let me take that back. Hacksaw does yell at Vince McMahon and point at him and say that the WWF owes him better. He does. It's true. It's a, it's a little window into... A little it. window into that he feels he was screwed mm-hmm. and who he's pointing at. So, I'll say, on that end, a little bit. I don't... We didn't even see my man's breath. Like he, he ain't out of here wrestling. He's out of your Saskatoon and half of the fucking East Coast. Saskatoon. <laughs> <laughs> giving him a Saskatoon egg. Jesus <laughs> but I didn't see him wrestle my guy pink, the pink and black crusader uh, and then we got Sean I mean Sean's 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 balling Sean's getting beat up but Sean's showing up so I mean but nothing involving Sean and Vince where they're uh, they're friends yet so I'm gonna say that our meter doesn't move we really we learn nothing um, which I think we will continue to learn nothing for the next year regarding whether or not uh, Brett screwed Brett I'm just gonna learn nothing, but enjoy the nostalgia. <laughs> this we'll get there. Listen, 1993. I read my old diaries. I was writing about this shit in my diary. That's how invested I was as a kid into this. I mean, it's just it's you just need to bust sick. that out, and we need to have like a reading <laughs> about where you think things are gonna go as a kid, and how you feel like if you had a good handle. Like, can you go back in time to the diaries and figure it out? Like, we gotta. It's a conversation for another day, but we are. Shoots and ladders. We are your completely lighthearted, barely taking itself seriously, um, just showing up to watch the old shit, 90s wrestling rewatch podcast. All of that together, those words together, when I strung them, they create a one of one genre. So if you found us, we're the only <laughs> ones doing that. Uh, please follow us at BLC underscore pod at shoots and ladders pod. Don't really use the Twitter box that's too on much Twitter. though, because the Twitter, you know, and that's on Twitter. Don't use the Twitter box too much. Like I'm there, you can follow me, and then maybe I'll say hello. But like I don't really use the Twitter box too much because you know it is kind of evil. Where are we at on the uh, the other side? Instagram, we're at shoots underscore underscore the letter N two underscores ladders. We will be back. We are trying to at some point eventually. Right now, we've added another one to the behind bank, but we are trying to get <laughs> forward. So, but we will be back with at least one next week. We were going to drop two this week, and now we're dropping one late because... Well, we um, both have colds, so it's yeah, uh, in our yeah. defense. But we'll be back with at least one next week, if not, maybe two. We're going to try. We're gonna as try. we try to just get a little closer. We're, we're almost there. Thankfully, we're not... This you is know, the only thing I say. Thankfully, this wasn't like 95, and we got in your houses every month, because then we'd be screwed. <sighs> you know what the real motivation is for me? What's that? I want to get to the King of the Ring. I'm excited about it. It's coming. It's coming real soon. Guys, we loved it. We had fun. Hope you did <laughs> we too. loved it. 
if you like us and you could just take a minute to leave us a nice rating on Apple Podcasts, we would be forever grateful. Or Spotify. Hit that. Hit yeah, that I, I heard that Spotify does ratings now. I can't find them, but I heard that they do. So. I think they do under like the, mm-hmm. the tab. But hit us up and we'll hit you up and we'll be back next week. Love y'all. Bye. Bye. My job was working.